Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I feel that chill. Smell that fresh cut grass. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan and the fans high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM. The fan, I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host. He is Ryan McMillan, the athletic director of Eskigo. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing very well. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Hey, so um, because we've had it, we're going to record some of these for this week uh, because we're both going to be out of town. Congratulations to your brother, by the way. Thank you. Yep. And I'll be up in the Wisconsin Dells area. So you came up with this idea, and I love it. Um, let's talk a little bit to some guys that have been in and around the game for a long time. You know, guys that uh, some are still involved, some are not, but guys that have really been around high school football for a long time. And let's kind of get their feeling and say thank you to these guys. And and I really like it. And so thank you for coming up with that idea. And our show is going to be really good. Let me read down some of the guys we're having on. Chuck Bova, uh, Dave Keel, Ron Davies, Joe Labuda, Fritz Rauch, um, Dan Brunner, and and – I, I don't know if it gets any better than that. There, there's so much. There's so many wins in that group, first of all. Um, and then at the end of the show, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about your days of coaching and, and see if you miss it. And Sounds one good. of the things we're going to ask all these guys, and we're going to ask our first guest, too. We're going with the official to begin with. Like and then it. we'll go to the coaches and stuff like that. But Jack Fleming has been uh, he's been officiating a long time, and he's been kind enough to give us a few minutes of his time. Hey, Jack, how are you today? Very good. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, thanks a lot for doing this. Hey, Jack, one of the questions, and I'm probably going to end each of our, our segments with this question, but I'm going to probably start this with you. If I gave you one more game, 
right? After you're all done, you're done. You've you've put up the you put the whistle up, and it's all over. But if you could go back and officiate one more high school football game, whether it was because it was such a a big stage and it was a great game to be a part of, or maybe there's something happened that you wish you could redo or get back, is there one that comes to mind for you when I ask you, look, I'm going to be able to get this all back for you one more time? Well, that's a hard question, Mike. There have been so many, you know, good games over the years that I've worked, but I I think – Putting me on the spot, uh, I'd go back uh, to when J.J. Watt was playing at Pewaukee, and uh, we were officiating a game out at Pewaukee, and uh, watching him play at the high school level uh, impressed me so much. I, I was really surprised that at that point in time he wasn't drawing a lot of national attention in terms of uh, scholarships and anything like that, but uh he dominated a football game like nobody else that I've seen. So I, I think that answer. one sticks out to me uh, probably uh, the most. Uh, but there have been a lot of good games over the years. Yeah, there really have. Hey, um, Ryan, you know, when I was talking to Jack um, off the air, we are, and you know as an athletic director at Muskego, there is a uh, – it's getting to be scary as far as the shortage of officials in, in all um, sports. And I didn't realize when Jack was saying the numbers, it, it, it's getting to a point that, that we need to address this. Yeah, there's no doubt. It, it really is down, too, and this isn't a fluke or you're not hearing just some storyline. The WI is sharing all the data with everybody in their area meetings over the past two weeks, and the percentage points, I mean, it's some sports is like down 30-some percent. I mean, it's just wild on, on where we're at, and I think as school systems, we got to do a good job of uh, – starting to build uh, the future, if you will, and, and trying to get officiating classes in schools and college and career ready and put kids to work and, and create some capacity, if you will, to get young people in and around the game and get them around people like Jack so Jack can train them up and pass the torch, if you will, as 100%. he rides off. So. Hey, hey, Jack, how long have you been officiating, um, and, and I guess take any sport, but how, long, how old were you when you started or how long have you been doing this? I started uh, when I was in college at Marquette uh, doing some intramurals. Uh, Hank Raymond's uh, uh, got me involved with officiating, and uh, I did that uh, through college and uh, into my early career, uh, so to speak. And uh, then my career, uh, my financial career, prohibited me from staying in it too long. So I was out for maybe five or six years. And then in my early thirties, I got back involved with it and have been doing it for uh, almost 40 years now. Hey, if you were to talk to a young guy, right? Uh, Somebody in college, like you were at at Marquette and, and and you just had a cup of coffee with him and and he was, you know, loved sports. He's been around it. If he asked you like, why did you get involved in it? Why did you stay in it? And why would you think that I should be involved in it? What would you tell him? Well, I th- I think uh, uh, at least in my situation, it it filled a void. I you know I played through high school and into college, and uh, I, I was just always involved with athletics, and it it allowed me to stay connected with the you know basketball and football primarily, and there there really is nothing like going to a high school football game on a Friday night or into a, a gym uh, on a Tuesday or Friday night to, to work a game. The atmosphere there is is just something that 
it's it's hard to repeat. And in addition to that, over the years, uh, the friendships that I've made through officiating uh, really uh, have turned out to be some of my closest friends in life. And uh, probably now as much uh, is the reason that I continue to officiate is the the, the, the camaraderie that you've, you develop with people uh, over the years. And, you know, you work a game and then you go out and have a couple beers afterwards. And uh, it's, it's just a great fraternity of guys and uh, gals and women now that have gotten involved with it. So um, that's really the reason I, one of the primary reasons I stay in it because of the people that I've, I've met over the years and the friendships that I've developed. We're talking to Jack Fleming. He's been an official in a number of sports in this area. And and, and Ryan, I, I know football coaches are probably very similar to basketball coaches. But when I coached, if I saw Jack Fleming walk into the gym, I, I never thought about it again. You know what? I, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we're in good hands. Don't have to worry about that part. Right. right? And I, I just, I look, even though I'd probably yelled at him once or twice, I'm sure, but you know, it, it's just like a few times. just a few times. And I, but that's the feeling you get, you know, when, when, when you get a guy that, that you feel as though, and I told him this, uh, if they're in the right position and they sell the call, they blow the whistle and, and, and they go charge boom. And even if I don't see it and agree with it, they, they sold it, right? It's right. done. He, he saw it. I didn't. No problem. Plus, he would talk with guys. Mm-hmm. He, would have a, he would have a conversation with coaches and say, hey, look, you know what? This is what I saw, and, and, and you may have missed it. Or, look, maybe I missed it, but I, I don't think so. I'll take a look at it later, and I'll let you know, that kind of stuff. And then he'd let you know. So as a football uh, coach, you had to feel pretty good when 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 Jack's group came out, right? Absolutely. The uh, the crews that you know knew the game, they knew the rules inside and out. And and as you alluded to, the biggest part with Jack and and veteran crews that are really good, like his crew was and is, um, is a communication piece. Is when they're willing to pause the game for thirty seconds, come over to you and explain what they're doing and, and why they did what they did or saw and, and communicate it. That that's all you ask for. It's the guys that try to big time you and act like you're not even there, and they're the show. Oh, it's horrible. Uh, that, that's yeah. where it gets a little bit of irritating, and, and you lose respect real quick. But uh, hey, think- Ryan, can I ask you too? Your dad's an official. Yeah, been official up in the Madison area for a long time. Um, d- did you have a different? Did you think? And you don't know this because you you are who you are. But you grew up with your dad being official, right. and so you had a different a different eyes on and feeling about what an official, and he'd come home from games, and I'm sure you would have conversations or hear him talking to his buddies about, <laughs> can you believe that coach, what an idiot, that kind of stuff, oh, yeah. right? So I would assume that when you became a head coach that you had almost a reverence for officials. Absolutely, and I could see it from his lens, and then he also, as a young uh, boy growing up, he forced me to get into officiating, and I was officiating youth football before I got to Saturday morning film with the varsity and all that really? stuff. Really? So I was, I was a linesman, and I you know I got it from some youth football coaches, and then I did a little bit of what Jack did in college and intramurals and things like that. So you 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 learn to appreciate the profession and, and what it all takes because you do it one time, you get a whole bunch of feedback, and you got to understand how to handle that, and, and you hope that you're not that person giving that feedback in a negative way, and you have those uh, professional conversations. Hey Jack, last last question because I know you got to get going. Um, when you get your schedule for, let's just say, basketball, and you, you look at the schedule, are there certain coaches, you don't have to name any of them, but are there certain times that you look at and go, oh, man, I, don't, I just don't know if I want to deal with that? 
I don't I don't think so anymore, Mike. Uh, really, I think that's one of the advantages that you gain from from working a number of years. The coaches get to know you, and uh, like you said earlier, you know it, it, we're all going to miss miss calls. We're not out there trying to, but if we can communicate to the coaches and the players. I think you you earn a degree of respect, and, and it's a two-way street. I, I think what you know what you alluded to earlier with people not responding uh, to coaches and players, that that's when you run into problems. If you can develop that uh, line of communication and game management, the games will go smoothly. And, and unfortunately, you know that, that that takes a number of years to develop and. Uh, that's, I think, one of the problems we're running into today with uh, officiating. Uh, that we're, we're, you know, kids start at, you know, when you get into it, you're you're dealing with the youth fo- football or the youth basketball, and the tolerance level it seems with those games and the parents and the coaches isn't what it is at the high school level, and and that's where we lose, you know people in uh, refereeing is that they, they give it up after a couple of years because they don't, they don't like getting yelled at all the time. So uh, yeah, that's agree. something I think needs to be addressed and uh, to, to correct this situation that we're in right now with the shortage of officials. He is Jack Fleming. Uh, Jack, thank you so much for a couple of minutes of your time. Oh. I really appreciate it. And uh, oh, thank uh, you, Mike. Yeah, you bet. I think uh, it's important. I think it's important that this was brought to everybody's attention because, uh, uh, you know, the last thing we want to do is having games canceled and not getting played. Uh, so um, anything we can do and you, you've done certainly over the years for officiating is certainly appreciated. You bet. Jack, thanks a lot. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue. We'll talk to, we're talking to guys that have been in and around the games. Uh, either high school football, basketball, or all of them for a very long time. Some still coaching, some's not. And we'll talk to, uh, again, guys like Chuck Bolvin, Dave Keel, Ron Davies, Joe Labuda, man, it, it, Dan Brunder. It doesn't get any better than a show like this. And I thank Ryan McMillan for this thought. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM. The fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little or a lot? (coughs) Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores. I'm Mike McGivern, co-host Ryan McMillan. Hey, Ryan, Jack Fleming's just a good guy, man. And when he decides that he's done officiating, there's going to be a void to fill. Absolutely. Yep. He's got a wealth of knowledge, and he spreads it around well. Him and his crew have have been in it for a long time, and and hopefully we can build some young ones to kind of take his place. Hey, one of the cool things about doing shows like this is you get a chance to meet people that maybe I, you wouldn't get a chance to meet, and then you get to talk to them, then you get to hang out with them, and then all of a sudden this respect factor comes, and you watch some of the things that they do and how they do it. And as a basketball coach, I watched the Homestead football program. They won, I don't know, 20 straight North Shore Conference championships or a part of it, mm-hmm. and we as basketball coaches used to go, how does that happen? Like, there's got to be a year you have back-to-back bad classes of non-athletic kids or kids that just don't want to play or don't understand what it takes, but that didn't happen. Right. And Dave Keel, I just, I'm such a huge fan of his, and and I would not do a show like this without begging him to come on. And he's, you know, he's down, I believe he's in Georgia. Coach Keel, are you in Georgia? Exactly. Uh, not that they play much football down here in Georgia, but no. I, I try to kid buddies I run into down here about that, and they can kind of give me that look like, what are you talking about, dude? Well, <laughs> yes, I, we are in Georgia. It, We've moved down to be close to our grandkids. Man, and awesome. It's really, really special to have that opportunity to hang out with them. In fact, I'm playing golf with my grandson on Monday. Uh, he's off at school next week, and I can't wait. Man, that's awesome. And you said, Ryan, and, and I don't know um, – I don't know how you win. How many years in a row did you either win or share the title in North Shore Conference, Coach? Oh, there's a couple. I think the kid, we had we had such great kids. No. And I, we don't count those things. 
we look at uh, every ball game every season as a new opportunity to find some success and to find ways to to have our kids achieve uh, more than they thought they could achieve and to step up and do the right thing at the right time and be successful. So they they did a great job and great staff and great. Uh, I mean, there's there's been so many coaches over the years. Like I don't want to even try to mention them all, but solid kids, great community. It's, it was an honor for me to be a part of that and really excited to, to leave that uh, for our community to enjoy. Coach, that is a phenomenal answer, but you know you're retired, right? And you don't have to give Coach McGivern <laughs> any don't... coach speak. <laughs> how many? You know what? You know, how many years to, was it? That's all. What are you? What are you, a politician week, now? Uh, you never really retire. No, no I got you. but how many? And and you've got to at least know the ballpark. I th- I said around twenty, correct? I think it was eighteen. I think the kids uh, kids achieved eighteen straight. Uh, and and in fact, there was a run in there that that uh, it was even I think more impressive. I think. I don't remember the exact number, but it was in the 60s. The the the, the kids, the players won some 60 plus straight conference wow. games, and it was like, are you kidding me? That is, uh, I look back at that, I go, man alive, those those players were something special, and the coaching staff did a phenomenal job getting them ready to play. And I was like, holy smokes! It's one of those things uh, that is just like the further away you get from it, the more you go, wow, man, those kids were special. Hey, uh, Ryan, when, when he says that, and, and, and look, it was 18, and, and it was 18 straight, and as basketball coaches, we were like, how can, how can that happen? Because it's not like the North Shore Conference is not loaded with good football teams and coaches and players throughout the years. I mean, they've been loaded. And, and for him to do that, and, and I think it goes back to what he just talked about as he, as he says, look, I, I was there, but the staff and the players and the families and the community was all so great to work with. Um, that's how you do things like that. Oh, there's no doubt. It, it takes a village to raise our kids. It takes a village a, of a community, a school community, uh, that Coach Keel kind of just alluded to. And it's not never just one person. It, it's a conglomerate of people working towards a common goal and, and working for the name on the front of the jersey, if you will, and that institution yeah. that you represent. And uh, coaches, <laughs> coaches, Coach did a great well, job of building that community you know and getting those people. Kenny's got that going at Muskego same way, and you know Steve Jones up at Kimberly similarly, yep. and a good friend of mine Joel Abuda up at Menominee had the deal, and and another friend Pat Rice over to Wanaka. I mean, they get it. It's the name on the front of the jersey, just like uh, the Miracle on Ice, not the name on the back of the jersey. Hey, and the, the, hey, you Dave, get kids committed doing that. It's, it's, it's special to be around. Hey Dave, we're gonna have Joel Abuda on later in the show, and He's and doing research man. for the show. He, he was at Menominee 37 years, and they made the playoffs 36 straight years. And as I looked, the first year was there, they were 6-3. and three. So it's not like they were 2-3, and three, you know, whatever. They were 6-3, and three and they didn't get in the playoffs. And after that, 37 years in a row, they made the playoffs. That is, and that's that, similar yeah. to the 18 straight conference championships. That blows my mind. You know, and that's who Joe is. He, uh, he always got the most out of his kids. He had a great staff. I had the great fortune to to be the MC when he was inducted into the Hall of Fame this past spring, and he's just a deserving man and a fantastic coach. Uh, we communicated regularly about stepping away because we're both in the same boat, and it was both challenging decisions for each of us. and And so we probably talked uh, twice or three times a year about when the time was right or not right. And uh, he's uh, he 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 was pained because he loved it so much, and uh, it was a hard decision for him. And uh, one he he eventually did do and step away, but uh, he he was great for the kids. When I dug, you should have seen the whole dang city of Menominee was at the 
Hall of Fame induction for his induction. And actually, D coordinator was also inducted, and and it was really a fun, fun evening in Madison. Man, you do a great job uh, emceeing that that oh. thing. And I didn't, Dave. I didn't know you don't know what you don't know. And I was up there a couple of years ago, and and man, I was so impressed with the job that that you did with that. Hey, I'm going to ask every coach that comes on, and 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 I'll tell you, we asked Jack Fleming. Um, if if he could do one more game, and it's interesting because he went back to a game that he that he officiated at Pewaukee that J.J. Watt played, and he said, I've never seen a high school football player dominate a game the way that kid did. And that's the one I'd like mm-hmm. to go back and see again and be a part of again. If I were to ask you, Dave, if you could get one more game, whether it was a game that you just you, – you, you had a big upset or you won a state championship and you won a number of them, or it was a game where you think, man, if we had did things a little bit different, I would want that game. What game would you pick? Well, you know, that's interesting because, like, the wins are so special and so wonderful and the teams that, that are associated with them. But uh, I think I'd probably go back and pick our 05 – a final season game where we lost to a Racine Park and a, a fellow by the name of John Clay who was pretty darn good. And and a guy you're going to be uh, talking with, uh, Fritz Rock was our D coordinator. He had a great game plan for that game, and we really shut John Clay down and ended up losing the game by a score. Uh, we actually had a touchdown at the end. I, I, I kind of thought was a touchdown, but that was called an interception. You know how those things go, and who knows what it was, but it was not called a touchdown, And but it was a phenomenal game. Uh, both teams played their hearts out. Uh, our defense was spectacular. Coach Brock was really, really, he had a great game plan, and he had our players backed up, and we just didn't quite do it, and uh, and they ended up uh, beating us by a score and went on to, to handle, I think it was Rapids in the state championship game, so that would be one I would uh, like to replay. Hey, Coach, you just brought up uh, John Clay and Jack Fleming brought mm-hmm. up watching J.J. Watt play, and that was his right. favorite memory. Who would you say was probably the most talented or, or special player that you saw on the high school football field uh, throughout your mm-hmm. career? Well, certainly John Clay is uh, is up there, uh, defensive, a linebacker from Beloit Memorial. Uh, played for the Badgers. Uh, his name is escaping me right now, but boy, he was good. Uh, offensive lineman for Arrowhead or D lineman for Arrowhead was was ex- exceptional. They were they were just incredible players and man alive. There he could, he couldn't block them or you, you couldn't contain them. And uh, but uh, John Clay was right up there with the best of the best. Who, who would, uh, number eleven? I think uh, the Beloit linebackers number was number eleven. I re- I know who coach is talking about. I remember yeah. him and I can't. Uh... Darius, Darius Jones, maybe. Yep, Darius Jones. Wow, that's, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. He went to uh, he went to UW, had a full scholarship, uh, and believe it or not, as good as he was, and he was good, really good. There was a better player on their team, and he was the other inside linebacker. Wow. <laughs> I think he was number forty, and he was everywhere. Oh my gosh! And but but Jones got all the highlights because he was six four and you know two hundred thirty five pounds. He ran like the wind and just a terrific football player. But the other guy I thought was a better linebacker, and it was like, but he wasn't didn't have the physical stats uh, that that Jones had, and so he didn't get the highlights. But oh my gosh, <laughs> they had a great team. Mark Anderson did a great job with that that group, and I think we played them in level four, and they hadn't given up a point uh, in the first three games of the wow. playoffs. And when we were able to punch one in. It was like ah, they didn't know what to do because they hadn't <laughs> let anybody score against them, and so uh, we uh, we went to scout them. They're playing Oak Creek, and uh, 
And I remember we're scouting Oak Creek because we, we knew, we thought we knew Oak Creek was going to win. And sure enough, it's the fourth quarter and, and uh, Bullitt Memorial is up 14 nothing. And we go, hey, maybe we should start looking at Bullitt Memorial. <laughs> and sure enough, they freaking won the game and they're, they're our opponent that next week. So, oh, and was he a player? Oh, my goodness, was he a player? He is Dave Keel, former uh, head football coach at Homestead. And, uh, if you listen to any of the stuff that I, that I do, you've heard me a hundred times talk about the love and respect that I have for him for a number of reasons. One, from afar, watching him put this program together and 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 maintain it. You know, to get to the top is hard. You can get there, but to stay at the top is is I think twice as hard. I just do because everybody's circling you on the calendar, and then some of the things that he's done for um, people in my family, my son-in-law. Um, my son-in-law, Ryan, was an assistant coach at a couple different schools, and he said these head coaches could not pick me out of a lineup. And he said to me, Mike, I, is this what it's to be an assistant? And I said, no, it, really, I don't, I don't feel that way. And he got a job in Mequon in, the, at the, in uh, uh, the, the junior high there. And I called Dave, and I said, look, I don't know if he's a top-notch coach, but he, but he shows up and he works hard. He said, send him my way. And a week into this, he called me, and he said, now I get it. Now I get it. He's getting me fully involved in this stuff, and I thank Dave Keel for for that. Um, Coach, well, we got to get uh, to a break. I I, uh, I thank you so much for your time, and and I don't have to say it because you know how I feel about you. But um, yeah. please say hi to everybody down in Georgia. And if I ever get down there, I'm, I've got a place to stay. Right? <laughs> we we got room. You got all kind of places to stay. You'd be more than welcome, Mike. Uh, you keep up the great work, Ryan. You keep up the great work. Uh, I always enjoyed listening to you guys Saturday morning and, and, and talking ball with you and just, uh, you know, talking about promoting kids and making making our sport as, as good as we can possibly do for our young people. That's awesome. He is Dave Keel. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue with talking to guys who've been around the game a long time. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. So, segment one, Jack Fleming, segment two, Dave Keel. And uh, I'm excited about segment three. And I'll tell you why. I I, uh, I bought a house, Kitty Corner, from Chuck and Mary Bova. And I didn't know them all that well. I coached against Chuck in a, in a freshman football game. But I watched how they raised their their daughters. And I raised my kids. I watched them, and then I raised my kids very similar. They didn't let their their daughters run in the neighborhood. They didn't let them stay out late at night and doing all this stuff. They 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 hung out with them. They played volleyball with them. They had them at the park doing stuff with them. But they didn't run with all the crazy kids in the neighborhood. And as I watched them, that's how I raised my kids. And then, you know, Chuck, he's been on football for a while. I saw him the other day. I said, hey, how you doing? He goes, hey, I broke down uh, Catholic Memorial film. 
from last week. And do you know that outside linebackers really? I said, what are you doing? He's like <laughs> Captain America, by the way. We're now joined by Chuck Bova. And if you've been around, you know, high school athletics in this area, Chuck, a Catholic Memorial Waukesha North guy. And Andy, he, he went to Mesmer High School, uh, in fact. Hey, Chuck, how you doing? Doing fine, Mike. How are you? Hey, I'm doing good. So what's going on with your grandkids all playing hockey? Well, I'm still out here at the Ponds parking lot, and I got Maddie, our uh, eight-year-old granddaughter, uh, playing hockey. We got uh, Charlie playing for the Three Rads. We get him on Monday and Wednesday, so it's, it's pretty busy. We'll be down at uh, Illinois on Saturday. She'll be out back out here at 7 o'clock in the morning on Saturday and 11.15 on Saturday. And then we have uh, soccer, of course, and we have volleyball over it. <laughs> so, hey, Man. you've never been busier, and you're retired. Hey, what? how old is your granddaughter? Uh, the granddaughter's playing hockey is eight. I have another granddaughter that's six, another one that's eight, and another one that's nine, and another one that's 13. How old is your daughter? Your, uh, Ryan, your daughter's how old? Yeah, 10 and 5. I feel Chuck's pain because he's running all over the place. We've been in the ring four <laughs> times this week already. Really? Because yeah. his daughters are both big. They love hockey as well, Chuck. Hey, um, quick question. So uh, I guess I got to ask somebody. Bill Young is still coaching, and he's still coaching at a really high level. Um, does that surprise you that he's still coaching? No, it doesn't. I coached with Bill for nine years, and I uh, – Still in one year when he was uh, shagging as a backfield coach. His focus and determination is uh, unbelievable. Uh, he, was, he was like that when, when we were younger together. I think he was about 28, I was 23. And you can just see the fire and the passion that he had. Man, unbelievable. Yeah, he, he definitely does have it. Hey, Chuck, when, when people, um, and we've had this conversation, Ryan and I, when people talk to you about the importance of youth sports, high school sports, and what it does for kids and, and the importance that, that I think it, it helps develop these kids into some, some really good human beings. I really believe that. Um, your feeling on, on the importance of, of youth and high school sport, uh, sports to some of these kids? There's no question, Mike. Uh, you look back when you played and I played, uh, take a look at the people that we had an opportunity to uh, coach with and uh, athletes we had an opportunity to coach. Uh, I had a very unique time in, in athletics being at Waukesha North in the 90s and being at Catholic Memorial in the 80s. You look back on a lot of those teams, you look a lot of, back on those individuals, whether it was a girls' sports or boys' sports that we were coaching, you see where these young people are now as adults. Uh, it's hard to imagine that some of the people that I've coached are 50 years old and they have uh, children that are married and they have grandchildren. And they also come back and say, thank you for what you've done for me. And without them, we wouldn't have had a job to begin with. But they're also accepting the disciplines in the organization that we uh, gave to them, and they've taken it to, to their levels and to, um, to their families, and now, now they have families for themselves. Yeah, they do the same thing. You know, um, hey, uh, Ryan, we were. I was talking to Chuck, and again, he lives Kitty Corner. And we we're talking the other day, and a van pulled up, and uh, a girl stopped, and she was like, probably I don't know, twenty five, twenty six. She goes, "Excuse me, are you Mister Bova?" He goes, "Yeah." She goes, I'm so-and-so. I went to Waukesha North. And he said, hey, how are you? She said, you know, you coach my brother and blah, blah, blah. And I said, hey, did, um, did, you, did you take his class? And she said, no, he scared me. I said, he scared you? She goes, Mr. Bova, do you remember the, the big fight that there was in the, in the lunchroom that time? And Chuck kind of got this smile. And I said, what happened? 
And she said, there are all these kids and yelling and screaming. And he got through and he grabbed one kid from the collar and literally picked him up. And the other kid and literally picked him up and said, knock it off. She said, Mr. Bova, we still talk about that. Yeah. And I said, what are you, Captain America? And he goes, just started smiling. He said, you know, I, uh, yeah, maybe uh, I do remember that. And it's good to see you. How's your brother doing? And she drove off. And I said, man, do you remember that? He goes, I do. Yeah, it's just another day, you know, another day. And look, he's that's the kind of guy he is, right? And I, she said, he kind of scared me a little bit. I said, he scares me. <laughs> I tell you, know, but he's a really good dude. You always want him on on your side. Hey, Chuck, when you um when you watch high school football now, compared to maybe back in the day when when you and Bill when you were twenty three and coaching, um, it's a different game than it was back then. It sure is. It's uh, more athletic. Uh, kids can play in space better than they ever have. And I, I said to Bill one time when I talked about three or four years ago, I said, I'm just impressed on how your kids, using him as an example because I was talking to him about his team, how, how well they played in space. Um, our kids played well in space in the old days, but it was, it was double tight ends, it was wing T, it was modified wing T, it was power eye formation, alpha eye, whatever it might have been. And nowadays you see this two by two, three by two, three by one. Um, you see downhill running. Um, Muskego, uh, they, they still run the wing tee. Maguana, where I watched the other day, they're running more of a power type of spread offense. But if you watch Arrowhead and a couple of those others, they're wide open. They're, they're going much more vertical down the field than we ever did. I mean, I enjoyed passing the ball, but these guys are all over the place right now. Coach, uh, would you prefer to throw it more than run it? Is that what I heard you say? I would, I would prefer to I would prefer to run it, but I'd be willing to pass about 20 times a game. That's how I told our kids. I said, the objective is to throw it about 20 times a game, but the objective is also to control the clock, control field position. Um, those are the old factors I grew up with. You complete the passes, you're controlling the clock, Coach. I'd like to think. Yeah, of. no doubt. That's right. Hey, hey, Chuck. Why um, and 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 Ryan, I'll ask you this too. Why why? Why do you think a school like Catholic Memorial and a program like like their football program with Bill Young, why do you think they've had so much success over the years? Like, what sets them apart? I, I, I just think it's, the, I think it's the consistency of Bill Young. He's a consistent individual. He's very disciplined. He's very organized. He's always learning. He's always questioning. Uh, to find something better for his kids. Um, I, I think the weight room that they have is phenomenal. I think the weight flex program they have is phenomenal. Those kids are looking for 12 months here. We showed the same opportunity at Wapishaw North uh, a while ago. We had a uh, strength and fitness class, and a lot of our athletes were in there seven to eight months a year, auditing the class, taking the class. And that's what it is. It's consistency. That's exactly what it is, Mike, consistency. You know, too, um, and Ryan, I think you'll agree with this. I think he, 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 and his program, they hold kids to a high standard, and he's he's asking you to get to this standard, and if you don't get to it, he's going to push you to get to it, and and I think in today's world, I don't know if we as coaches and some guys that run programs try to get their kids to that level, and when you continually ask for that and you demand it. There are times that these kids are going to get there, and then the younger kids see how hard the older kids work to get there, and then they do the same. Expectation and accountability goes a long way, and I tell you, once you see the younger kids watching the older kids and the older kids come back and say, listen, there's no shortcuts to where I got, 
So trust and coach, follow the program, and you're going to be just fine. You'll be better than me. Uh, it just carries on and builds upon itself like a snowball. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I really do. And, and Chuck, we you and I have had those conversations a lot over the years on – on, you know, I think we're letting some of these kids, we're letting our kids in our community down by not asking for more. I really believe that. So, hey, Chuck, thank you. I know that uh, you got to get back into the, you got to get back in the rink, man. Um, you know how I feel about you, Mr. Bova. You just do. I've, I've, uh, yeah, I'm so, uh, you're the best neighbor that I have, and I've been there 30 years. And uh, I'm a I big fan that. of yours. And, and, Trust me, I know Mary's listening, and and you and I know you all kicked your coverage by a mile. She's way too good looking for you. You got that right. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. no doubt. He is Chuck Bova, a Catholic Memorial Waukesha North. He's a Mesmer guy and uh, my neighbor, and he's just a guy I have so much respect for. We're going to get to a break. Hey, Chuck, by the way, Ron Davies is following you, so we uh, we're, we just oh, got to cut you a little bit short. It's his 79th birthday today, and so we're going to wish well, him a happy, happy birthday. birthday. Yeah, you bet, and talk to him a little bit about uh, his career. And when you talk about the greatest high school football coaches in the state of Wisconsin, he's in that conversation. He's one of the guys sure we is. talk about. Hey, Chuck, thanks a lot, brother. Have uh, have a great weekend. Thanks, I appreciate it. You bet. Uh, this is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. So, uh, hey, not a, not a bad first uh, hour, right? We got uh, Jack Fleming and Dave Keel, Chuck Bova, and our next guest. He is uh, a guy that I used to do a scoreboard show with. And, Ryan, when you talk about the greatest high school football coaches in the state of Wisconsin, this is the man that's in the conversation. That's how good he is. Absolutely. He's uh, Ron Davies. Hey, Ron, how are you today? Uh, pretty good, Mike. Uh, just got back from helping out with our uh, seventh grade youth football program. He's so still, I'm trying to keep busy. He's still coaching, by the way. That's and, phenomenal. And we, if we, either one of us could sing, we would sing happy birthday to this man today. I know. Can you sing? I can't. I can't sing. Yeah, I'm, I'm horrible. But he's 79 years old today. Um, Ron, first of all, happy birthday. Thank you. And I um, hope when I make it to 80. Yeah, we hope so, too. I'm wondering, um, before we get into that that football team you're coaching over at Greendale, how are you feeling health-wise? I get asked a lot, Ron, how you're feeling. You know, I, I do feel pretty well. I'm a, I'm a little fatigued. Uh, I had a, a PET scan last week, and uh, I, I'm taking some medication that targets the cancer tumors, uh, but now the tumors are starting to grow again because this isn't a cure. It's just to hopefully keep it in check. So uh, I'll have another scan in about four months. And uh, I just thank God, don't Mike, you know, every, every morning I wake up, uh, you know, life is good. And uh, I've had tremendous support uh, from uh, family, friends, and people like yourself that I really so, appreciate. Yeah, pray for you every day, Ron, just so you know. And, and uh, it's so good to talk to you again. And I really appreciate I, I hope that Ryan and I are not like – you know, taking you away from any big plans for your birthday. So we'll, we'll keep this, we'll keep this short. Hey, the fact that you're still coaching, can we talk about that seventh grade team over at uh, Greendale a little bit? How fun is that for you? It's, it's a lot of fun, Mike. Uh, my grandson asked you, who uh, uh, didn't play last year. He's playing on a seventh grade team now. Uh, he's not very big, but he is an offensive and defensive lineman and he's really improving. He's a, uh, 
first substitute for either the offenses or the defensive line. But uh, the frustration for me comes in that they're having trouble getting coaches, and I don't know if that's all over, but at uh, Greendale, our head coach, Jack Brust, is a full-time student at Whitewater, commuting back and forth. Uh, he wants to graduate in January. And Heath Pfeiffer, whose son Corbin is an outstanding player, Heath is a uh, he's got a job with a lot of responsibilities. And if they hadn't taken over this team, we wouldn't have a seventh grade program. So uh, it, it's a great sacrifice they make, and I really I really appreciate that. And we do have another coach, Luke Houlihan, who uh, coaches at Ronald Reagan. So like me, he couldn't be a head coach, but he's he's our defensive coordinator, and they um, do a wonderful job. Hey, Ron, how many kids are are uh, on the team? Well, Mike, there's 32. That's why I came out of coaching last year. They only had uh, 20 or so, but uh, and they had a they had a roster come out with 19 on it, and uh, all of a sudden another roster came out with 32. So that's why I decided to help out and hopefully maybe work with some of these kids who haven't played so much before and, and help them. And I would like to mention, Mike, we've got a uh, gal who had never played before. Her name is Brooke Hart. She is our starting offensive guard, one of our best defensive linemen, too, and she's earned every single bit of it. She's wow. just a very good player, never played before. She really has learned techniques. She's very tough and strong, has a great attitude. And I watch her in these sprints, and she most of the time will win these sprints just by her hustle over the other linemen, not necessarily the backs, but... It's, uh, she's just a sweetheart, and it's really novel for me because I never thought I could coach a girl, and it's it's really she makes it fun. I bet in your entire life and coaching career, you've never said about any other player that you've coached that they were a sweetheart. Oh, I, no, no, right? I, I, I think you're right. I think I would have gotten in trouble maybe if I would have. I, lo- I love the fact that she's playing, and at the seventh grade level, and when you said, "Look, she earned everything she's getting." She's earned that position, and uh, I, I, you know, good for her, and 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 congratulations for her, and I hope she loves, um, loves football the way that uh, you know anybody who gets a chance to play it normally does. And she, I, I would guess, she will stick with it all through high school, and I think it's going to be hard to keep her out of the starting lineup. Although I know I'm projecting quite a few years ahead. Hey Ryan, when we talked the other day, and and I haven't had a chance to tell Ryan this, but I know. Um, a week or so ago down at Kenosha Tremper, you guys had a reunion um, for a state championship team. Can you talk a little bit about that and how many guys showed up? And that's got to be just really special for you to be a part of. Yeah, Mike, we had about 20 uh, former players show up. It was a 1980 state championship team. They were supposed to celebrate a year before, but because of COVID, uh, they called it off. So we celebrated a year late. But these kids won the state championship in 79 and in 80. And these kids are now 58 years old, a lot of them. I mean, I just can't even. Uh, you're not much older than that, I don't think. Mike. No, and I'm, hey, it, I, I feel pretty good that you're calling them a kid because, that, you know, that I'm kind of just, <laughs> I'm the kid's older brother, maybe. Absolutely. But it was just wonderful to see them. We had uh, uh, players come from afar away as uh, Washington, D.C., Texas, Minnesota, uh, many were still in the Wisconsin area, but it was very special to them and it was very special to me. We had a wonderful crowd. We played Indian Trail, which is a uh, you know inner city rival now, 
and so they had a packed house, and and uh, Tremper did lose 27 to, to 20. It was an exciting game, but they they treated these uh, former players and myself so well. I really I really appreciated that. Hey Ryan, do you have you had um, you know reunions, and have you had a chance to go back and and see some of the guys that you played high school football with? Do you, do you guys do that in Wanakee? Yeah, we haven't done it uh, per se where it's been organized. There's been small conglomerates of people that have gone back, stopped back, said hi to Coach, and, and done those type of things. I think once Coach and Wanakee, Pat Rice, obviously, uh, hangs it up and, and does those things, I think there'll probably be more of that. Uh, but he's so busy and grinding away that everyone else just kind of tips his hat and you keep cooking. I guess when I guess um, the second question for that, when you see the guys that you played high school football with, right, there are guys that you probably don't talk to every day, but if you go back to a game and they, they're there, do you guys go back to, to that time of, hey, do you remember when we played Madison Memorial? Do you remember the time we played? I mean, is that the stuff you guys right away go back to? Yeah, I think there's a, a definite brotherhood there. I, yeah. I don't know if we necessarily go back to those games per se. Sometimes we'll go back to playing against certain players or how certain things yeah. went or do you remember when so-and-so said this in the huddle right. or when coach said that and, and that those types of things. Um, so you re- you reminisce a little bit there, but uh, you st- you know you start to realize all the sacrifice that you put into the sport, right? And uh, you start to remember the expectations that coaches held you to. And I know Coach Davies did the exact same thing for 100%. his players, and that's why they still respect him and come back. And uh, so, and then the, then it morphs into how you doing today, and how's your family, and where you're at, and and those types of things. But it uh, there's a mutual level of respect that I don't think ever ever lose. Hey, Ron, one of the things we've asked, and we're going to continue to ask coaches um, that are coming on this show, and, and when you look at the, the rollout that we have with Joe Labuda and Dan Brunner and, and Dave Keel and Chuck Bova, um, Ryan's going to talk a little bit at the end of the show, um, Fritz Rauch, I mean, Jack Fleming has been an official for a long time. Everybody has that one game, and, and we, we're asking, if I could give you one more game, one game back, whether it's a state championship game where you celebrate and you want that feeling again or a game that you may have done things a little bit different. But if I could get you one more game to coach, is there one that sticks in your, your head that you would want to do over again? Yeah, first of all, that's quite a uh, schedule of coaches you have. And when Ryan mentions uh, uh, Pat Rice at Wanakee, I mean, what a what a great coach, as was his dad, Bill. But, yes, there's one game, uh, 1985, Racine Park, who was our biggest rival, uh, even more so than uh, uh, Kenosha Bradford at that time, coached by one of my closest friends, Phil Dobbs. Uh, it was the eighth game of the season, and they were rated number one in the state, and we were undefeated also. But in those days, one team went to the playoffs, conference champions, that's all. So you knew one of us wouldn't go. Well, I think this this was played on a Thursday night during teachers' convention, so it had a, just a humongous crowd, uh, over 5,000 people there. And a lot of coaches came because they didn't play until Friday night. But uh, the game came down. Uh, uh, Park was ahead 7 to nothing, and we were on the 16-yard line with about three seconds left. And as LeCocq went to 0-0-0, we scored a 16-yard touchdown pass to go behind 7-6. to now, we had talked about what to do if we're in that situation, and we said we our kicker had missed one extra point all year. He's like 31 for 32 or something like that. And we said, and it's a hard three uh, to get, so we'll kick it and, and go for the overtime. Well, 
he had his knee blown out in the third quarter as a defensive linebacker. And, you know, me, Mr. Coach of the Year, I did not have a real good play prepared. You always have a great play, uh, a good play for that that situation. And uh, usually we did, but because we made this decision, I didn't. So we ran a, a, a play, and it wasn't a very good call. Ironically, our quarterback scrambled, and we did have a kid wide open in the end zone, but he tried to run it in, and he got tackled on the one-yard line. And I felt terrible about that because when that game was on cable later on, you could see the kid open in the end zone. I remember going to his house about 1230 that night, and he felt terrible. And I said, Ralph, you have nothing to feel terrible about. My fault. Didn't have a good play prepared. And they don't make those plays in the colleges or pros. I said, you're running, you know, for your life. So, um, uh, you know, I don't want you to feel bad because I knew it, it haunted him for a while. Uh, Ralph Schmitz was his quarterback. He went to North Dakota on the full ride and started three years there playing wow. primarily a defensive end, a little bit of tight end. But, yeah, that's the one game I like to have back. But, Mike, what we do, the next year, 1986, when they graduated, we got together. We have gotten together every single year including this year, back in May 2021, we had about a dozen kids there. A couple were from different teams, but we still get together every single year. And those kids are uh, uh, about 54, that group of kids. <laughs> that group. And uh, they're really, really close friends, and it's just a wonderful, wonderful uh, time. I look forward to it every year. Hey, Ron, I uh, I can't thank you enough for a couple of minutes of your time. And, and we do this again. I think, Ryan, what well, what we're going to do is have two segments with everybody. And, and one segment is just not enough for a guy like Ron Davies. <laughs> no doubt. He, he's, it's not. And I just uh, I have such a love for this man. Hey, Ron, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Okay, Mike. And I, I do want to just make one statement. I want to go cool as a Sherwood Messman. You know, Drake Zortman came over there, the Homestead head coach, and really got them uh, going. Things are really, really tough over there right now, but they do have a coach, Tony Davis. He's doing a wonderful job, win-loss regardless. So I just wanted to put in a little plug for yeah, our I, years in my alma mater, Sherwood Messman. Yeah, and I agree with you with Tony Davis. And, and if, he gets some, if he gets the numbers up and he gets some kids that can play, that man can coach. That man can coach. He's got to get some players. Hey, Ron, thanks a lot. Happy birthday to you, young man. Okay, and thank you, and thank Ryan. I very appreciate it very much. You bet. Happy birthday, Ron. Take care. Hey, we're going to get to a break. Uh, Man, what a great man. I just, I could talk to him all day. I just could, and he has such a passion and love for for the game, and he's just really one of the good men in our community. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 a.m., the fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.